Hello, everyone. This is Greg Wareham from Your Mortgage Process. Just wanted to give you an update as to some of the decisions that the Federal Reserve had made in their meeting this past Monday, or excuse me, this past Tuesday and Wednesday. So last week's episode talked a little bit about what we thought they were going to do. And I just want to clarify what the Federal Reserve did and how the marketplace reacted to everything. So the first thing that I would say is the Federal Reserve increased interest rates by three quarters of a percent which is exactly what we thought that they were going to do. Now, this marks the fourth consecutive time this year that they've increased that interest rate, their overnight lending rate, by three-quarters of a percent. So it's up pretty significantly this year as compared to this time last year. That increase puts the federal target rate, funds target rate, between 3.75 and 4%. Now, so how'd the market react to it? Right. Short term, the market reacted to it pretty positively because the chairman of the Fed, Powell, came out and said, we think we're going to start to ease back on some of these interest rate hikes. Ah, everyone loves it. Right. Stock market goes up. Things are going in the right direction. But towards the end of his speech, he had made a comment saying we're a long way from ending these interest rate hikes that the, in the market didn't particularly care for that. So as we look at everything today, you know, the market's kind of stable, right? We've seen some up and downs, but it's relatively stable. And we'll see where everything goes. I mean, the one big thing that we have to keep an eye on is what's called the terminal rate of interest. And think of the terminal rate as like that perfect rate that the Fed wants to be at to curb off inflation and not completely disrupt the economy or put us into a recession. So that terminal rate's been a little bit fluctuating. And there were times this year where they said that terminal rate would be four and a half percent. And there was conversations about five percent and up to five and a quarter percent. And again, that's like your point of diminishing returns. You don't want to exceed that rate or it has some really uh, negative consequences to the economy. So we'll continue to keep an eye on that and see what the Fed is targeting as far as that terminal rate. Uh, the other thing that I would say, just a reiteration, the goal of the Fed is to get the inflation rate down to two percent. And that's why they're doing all these interest rate hikes, to get everything under control from an inflation standpoint. Has it had impact? Well, I guess that's relative to someone's opinion. You could just look at the numbers. And inflation went from 8.3% down to 8.2%. So some of the policy is working, but it's not really having a huge effect right now. So let's talk about where the economy is going. You know, we've talked in the past about potential recessions. Are we in a recession? What's going on? Are we going to find out more after the elections? Because it's really been quiet on the recession front or calling anything a recession. Now, as you know, gross domestic product did have two consecutive quarters of a decline, which is a good sign of a recession. But from an employment standpoint, jobs are still there. Unemployment's still low. Wages are rising. Now, they're not rising at the same level of inflation, but they are going up. So let's say wages are 5%, but the cost of inflation now is at 8.2%. So there's a little bit of a gap there, but they are moving in the right direction. Now, we'll see where things move towards uh, the next Fed meeting, which is December 13th and December 14th. Uh, there's two inflation reports that come out. So two consumer price index reports, and then there'll be two job reports prior to that. And both of those numbers, or all of those numbers and those four reports total, are really going to dictate where we're at when the Federal Reserve meets next time. Now, it did seem like Powell was 
alluding to the fact that we're not going to see interest rate hikes quite as aggressive as we've seen over the course of the past four months. So that's a good thing. Uh, some other news that I was reading, people that are a heck of a lot smarter than me. I was reading an article by the gentleman, the CEO of Morgan Stanley, who really projected the stock market to be good at the back end of this year. You know, to quote what I had read in there, they're expecting a 6% increase in the S&P 500 between now and the end of the year. And that's a good thing for our economy. That's a good thing for the American consumer. As we relate everything back to housing, Interest rates are still in the sevens. They've been hovering there. Are we going to see those shift anytime soon? It's hard to tell. It really depends on how much longer the Fed continues to make their moves and what supply and demand is at. I mean, the Federal Reserve's been pretty clear on their goal for housing. And they know that the housing market's been a little bit out of control from a pricing standpoint. And they want to bring down prices a little bit in order to meet that equilibrium with sellers and, and buyers. So that's slowly coming into play. But I think that once they accomplish that goal, along with their goals of inflation, that you really start to see some easing on what they're doing with the federal overnight rate. So it's a good thing for all of us when it gets there. Now, if the company, if we do find that the country tries to slip or starts to slip into some type of recession, then you may see a change of policy on everything. But I, as far as the Federal Reserve is concerned, they've done a good job at telegraphing what they're going to do in the future. This last meeting was a little bit vague, right? So it's like, all right, well, we're going to stop in increasing interest rates, but it's not anytime soon. So that may create a little bit of a tumultuous situation. All right, so one thing I do want to address with everything are what are best practices in this type of environment? When you look at when's the best time to buy a home, that my answer is always going to be, well, now's the best time to purchase a home. And the reason for that is if you're renting right now, you're really paying 100% interest on that money, right? You're paying off someone else's mortgage. You're not paying your own. Where if you own a home, well, now you could have certain tax advantages. Uh, most people do have tax advantages from an income standpoint when it comes to housing. And at least you're building equity in something that you call your own. Now, my opinion is if you're looking to make a quick buck and flip a, a property in a very short period of time, well, unless you're a savvy investor who does this on the regular, that's going to be a tough model in this environment. However, if you're someone that plans on buying a house and being in it for five years, seven years, you just can't go wrong. Yes, we're going to see some fluctuations in the marketplace. You're going to see prices going up and you're going to see them coming down a little bit. But... No one's projecting it to be as aggressive as what we saw in the last recession that we had in 2008, 9, and 10. So here's what the experts think. So when you look at where Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs projects pricing for next year, they're projecting somewhere between a 5% and 10% fluctuation downward. The Wells Fargo forecasters were looking at 5.5%. When, and that's in 2023. When you get into 2024, Wells Fargo is projecting housing values to come up 3.3%. So everything's going to stay relatively stable depending on supply and demand. You are going to see some ups and downs in values, just like you'll see some ups and downs with interest rates. But big picture, there's nobody that's expecting some major crash. So if you're waiting for that, all the experts would, or most of the experts would say, 
That's simply not the case. One other thing that I would say from a sales standpoint is this, we're really in this environment right now where you gotta get back to basics. You know, I was sitting in a meeting today and I heard a really good quote. And the quote was, if you don't have any transactions in process right now, well, you're basically unemployed, right? So we really got to focus on some of the basics, basics, working that sphere of influence, working your book of business, touching in with people, see what's going on. And not so much from a, from a sales standpoint. If sales happen, that's organic and that's fantastic. But it's just checking in with people. I mean, these times in the economy, people get a little uncertain. They get a little bit worried. And a great check-in phone call to see how people are doing can really go a long way. And it's good for the person that you're talking to to be able to discuss with a professional you know, what is going on in the marketplace and what changes are expected. And it's also good for you, the person making the phone call, because it's great to do what you can to help people. Hey, and thank you again for joining us today, everybody, for this recap. Of course, my name is Greg Wareham. I'm the host of Your Mortgage Process. Please let us know if we can be of any, of any assistance. And you can reach me at greg at yourmortgageprocess.com. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavis at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.